Welcome to Paradox Jukebox, an unconventional podcast for the unconventional music lover, brought to you by Music on the Move Studios, a woman-led company working to help musicians move their careers forward through education and live events. I'm your host, Katie Thompson. Thanks so much for being here with me today. And on today's episode, we have part two of my conversation with Leslie Alexander, my sister, and Aaron McClendon, one of my best friends and also my business partner and founder of Music on the Move Studios. So this entire two-part series of this conversation has just given me so much life, being able to talk with these two humans who are literally two of my favorite people in the world, and getting to talk about the art of performance and funny things that happen to us on stage and, you know, just how we feel about certain things in the music industry. And um, yeah, it's just, this was a really cool opportunity to have the both of them in a Zoom room to really dive deep into some of these subjects. And if you listen to part one, you can tell we just, we went 60,000 feet in right away. We just dove for it. And that's what I love about these two people. They're always ready to to dive deep and to really show their passion for music and what they do. So I'm not going to talk too much. I want to get to part two and, you know, let you guys laugh along with us because we really did have a fantastic time. There's some really hilarious stories that are going to come up in this uh, second part of the conversation. So I want to take a minute to showcase another Lucky Penny tune. And this particular song is called Pied Piper. Leslie wrote it when she was in high school. I think she was in her senior year. So this is well over 15 years ago now that this song was written. And when we decided to put it on our EP, we were actually looking for one more song to put on the on the record. And Leslie was going through a lot of her old lyrics and just kind of searching for something that maybe we thought we could, you know, rehash and I love the way that she tells this story. She says that she had opened up her cabinet and from the top of it, all of a sudden, this piece of paper just gently flowed down to her desk right in front of her. And it happened to be the lyrics for Pied Piper. So without any further ado, here is Pied Piper. so much fun so okay Aaron yes I want to know what has been the scariest moment on stage for you 
Oh man. On stage? On stage. Not just like the whole thing. Uh, oh gosh. Um, there have been a few. I'm always terrified. Y'all know how I like how I move on stage, right? Yep. Like I get down on the floor, I'm back up, I'm like kicking and all the things. I'm always terrified in the back of my head, my pants are going to split. Just <laughs> always. There's a constant fear. Hey, if it happened to Kelly Clarkson, it can happen to you. I know. I know. And I, like, <laughs> despite how many times I've done it in the same pants and I know that they'll be fine. It's still like a legit fear. Cause I, I don't want everybody seeing what I got under there or don't. <laughs> It's just like, ah, that's not for you. <laughs> I, I anyway, that happened once when I was clubbing, I split my jeans, but I was like I, uh, 21 and super skinny and gorgeous. And I thought it was funny. I tied a jacket around my waist and I went home and, you know, it was a non-issue. Right. <laughs> not, I walked definitely out of, not up on stage in front of people though. I walked out of a bathroom at a wedding with my, my dress tucked into my underwear recently. Oh, recently. Um, yeah. <laughs> recently. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Aaron. I know. And, and the person who told me was the security guard. So Ooh. I don't know how many people saw. Ooh. He was very sweet about it though. Oh, well, that's he nice. Comes up, he came up behind me so that nobody else could see and put his hand on my shoulder and leaned in and said, sweetheart, your dress is in your panties. And I went, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he just like, whispered it so I don't think anybody else knew what he was saying but I was just like I looked at my husband I was like it's time to go it's oh. time to leave. <laughs> we can leave where was Matt I was walking out of the bathroom it's not like he was in there with me no but <laughs> you said you didn't know how many people had seen it so I was just like well where was Matt in this whole process I had to walk from the bathroom to the table where Matt was so he was in oh. front of me he didn't Oh no. And he was talking to somebody. So it's just like I passed about 10 tables. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that's not on stage. <laughs> and thankfully, like it was after dinner. People were already like up and at the bar and on the dance floor and all the things. But like Oh yeah. Never that's again. Fine. All right, I'm, Leslie. I'm sewing weights into that dress. Um, yes, that's real. All right, Leslie, oh, your yes. turn. What what has been the scariest <laughs> moment on stage for you? Um Probably at the bogey end when I full on swallowed that gigantic bug mm. in in the oh, middle man. of hang on Sloopy because yep. I mean you know I mean I know it I know it's dramatic but I mean adrenaline was pumping bug. and in my back of my mind I'm like yeah this is how it ends this is it. <laughs> <laughs> you know been there oh my god <laughs> I'm gonna die on my hands and knees with a fly in the back of my throat <laughs> people watching in Dublin like this is how it this is how I go. Singing hang on Sloopy. I got chased Holy by a child. bee once on stage. I got chased by a bee and I was oh, singing yeah. a song where I was playing ukulele and I was literally running around the stage trying to get away from this bee, still singing, still playing the ukulele. <laughs> and somebody was singing. like, why didn't you just like hit it with your ukulele? And I was like, you think I have the aim for that? <laughs> <laughs> You try, you're in the middle of a show playing a song and a bee kamikazes your face. You yeah, no. if you have the thought process to be like, with a ukulele. Yeah. Leslie, do you remember that performance we did at that dive bar out in East Jesus that was surrounded by bees? 
Yes. The stage, Aaron, was surrounded by bees. It didn't matter where we turned. There were bees just flying all Uh -uh. over the place. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, it was, that was hideous. I mean, that wasn't scary. It was just miserable. It was miserable. We could not wait for that show to end. Yeah, it was terrible. And it was hot and it was sticky. Everything was disgusting. Yeah. Ugh. Terrible. Oh, I hate <laughs> that. Like, oh. well, yeah, no, uh-uh. I'm allergic to bees. Like oh, bees no. and wasps. So like I like there's a very I it's not like a deathly thing, but it's definitely a swelling thing. And I don't want to find out if it will ever be a deathly thing, because that right. can happen. So it's like if there's a bee, I'm out. Yep. Yeah. This is understood. No, thank understood. you. No show was worth it. No. Agreed. That show definitely was not worth it. Ugh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Some shows you just have to understand. Like this is not going to be worth writing home about, and you right. get through it, and you do your best, and then you leave it in your rearview mirror, and you let it go, let it flow, yeah. like Elsa. Yep, pulling yeah. Elsa. Absolutely gone. <laughs> um. Okay. So I'm gonna take a second and let y'all turn the turn the tables on me and stop being a host. So now you get to ask me questions. Hey. Oh, yeah. I want to ask you guys about Lucky Penny Sisters. Because I, like y'all are clearly incredibly talented and it's so much fun when I get to see like the Hellcats, the, the house band for music on the move, do their thing as artists because y'all are obviously super talented as yeah. musicians, but then you turn around and y'all are also your own artists in your own right. And it's just like this completely different side of you that I don't always get to see. So it was really fun for me to watch you guys perform at the music on the move when we did, uh, when we honored moms back in May. Yeah. And so I wanted to ask you guys, like, when did you have the idea to start lucky penny sisters and where did the name come from? Fun. Okay. Leslie, which part of this do you want? <laughs> you, you, you do whatever you sp- speak on, whichever half of it you want. And I'll take which, whichever one you don't. Okay. So, uh, Lucky Penny originally when Leslie and I were, so I had just gotten out of college. We wanted to get a band together and we played with a few musicians, did some auditions for people and we couldn't find anybody sober enough to play with at the time. And literally I, I wish I was making that up. We just, we couldn't find anybody who wasn't already in a band or, who was, you know, sober enough to play shows. And so finally I just said, you know what, screw it. Let's do an acoustic duet. And before it actually became the duet, it was going to be a trio with our friend Erica Blinn, who actually lives in Nashville and has been there, been there for about five years or so, I think. And originally we were going to call ourselves Money Penny after the James Bond secretary. Come to find out, Money Penny was already a trademarked band name, so that uh, had to go out the window. The worst. I know. And then um, Erica, she kind of took off with her own solo career. So then, as Leslie and I were trying to kick around more band names, our mother was like, Well, I really like the word Penny. What about Lucky Penny? So it was Mama Kim yet again for the win. Yep. Oh my gosh. She named this podcast too. Yes, she did. <laughs> Can we just but, accept, listen, our mom, <laughs> low key kingpin status. Totes. Just put it out there. Totes. Like sincerely, the woman Who's is really in charge here. It's not us, Katie. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's mama Kim and she's doing it all on the creep. 
on the creek on the creek yep. <laughs> coffee cup pinkies up <laughs> you know it's funny matt and i just started watching don't spit out the wine. oh no sorry you get... <laughs> oh got it <laughs> it's fine that was funny that was That's funny good. No, I was going to say Matt and I just started watching The Sopranos. So I'm like, Mama Kim's like low-key Tony Soprano. <laughs> oh, yeah. Legit. That is so legit. You don't even know. Okay. Like we don't have enough <laughs> I do. time. I've seen her angry. <laughs> we don't have enough time on this podcast to talk about some of those Tony Soprano moments that literally could have ended in a death. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> She's scary. She's so scary. And like everybody's like, oh, your mom is so sweet. And I'm like, today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like, and I've just noticed this. That's a lot of mothers of musicians. Cause my mom is a very sweet woman as well. But like when she's mad, she's mad. Yeah. Like, I call her mama bear, mama bear McClendon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and your mom's a mama bear too. It's oh. just like oh, yeah. when mama yeah, bear is angry, mama bear gets what mama bear wants. That's right. Right. Then. Every time. Yes. Every yes. time. 100%. Every single time. But I mean, the thing is like, she is, she is the backbone of what we have accomplished and what we are able to do. And again, like, I can't say it enough, the way that she spoke that into the both of us and to all, we have another sister who doesn't perform. Um, I always joke that she took all the shy genes out of the womb with her because she was the firstborn. She just like took them all. So there was none left for Katie and I, um, that makes sense. She spoke that into all of us. Like, that we were strong, that we were capable, that we were talented and it was going to be hard work, but it was going to be worth it. Yeah. And um, she is, she's just the biggest heart and a great direction and um, a lot of love, but man, like, you don't want to, don't mess with their kids. Don't mess don't with the kids. That. That's the first, yeah. that's the first rule in, in the rule book of the world of Kim Thompson. Don't mess with her kids. because <laughs> She'll come after you and she won't care if she goes to jail. Yeah. yeah. And Katie and I will buy popcorn and watch your demise. Like it's a Netflix special. <laughs> I will. I mean, it's real. She knows the thing is she knows all of this. Okay. We're not even like, so don't think for a second that we're talking shit behind our mom's back. She totally knows all of this and she owns it. Yeah. She's super proud. She, I, it, that is very clear when like, when y'all did the showcase and then all of a sudden in a day we had sold 20 tickets and they were all from Ohio. <laughs> it was just like, yep. Oh, mama Kim and fam and yep. team. Yeah. And team. Yep. All and team. Here they come. And we're, you knew, you knew exactly where, like where y'all's team was sitting. Oh yeah. It was so great. Yep. You shot straight into me like a bullet from a gun, but there's no exit wound. You're still inside my body, I can't shake you out of my head. Your picture's laughing at me, even off the
performing together for how many years? Like as 21. Lucky Penny sisters. Wow. Well, as, well, like, as Lucky, Lucky Penny, Penny. 11. Mm-hmm. 11. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I've heard some stories about y'all's shows. <laughs> oh. um, so I want to hear like, what's the funniest thing that's ever happened at a show? And then also what's the worst thing other than the beast? <laughs> other than the beast. Mm. Oh goodness. Funniest thing ever happened at a show. Um, so because we, Katie and I, like we were kind of at a disadvantage when we started, we were like a little bit meek about breaking into the scene and we allowed certain people to treat us poorly because they thought of us lower because we were girls with an acoustic guitar. Uh-huh. Um, but over the years, we are like, no, screw you, man. We freaking rock, like back it up. So I, I now, and Katie's always busy. I mean, she's the consummate professional. She's always tuning her guitar, doing something. So in between songs and whatnot, I'm very accustomed to entertaining the crowd. I'm a, you know, very boisterous woman. I always, you know, do, you know, the makeup. I try to look presentable, um, but I get heckled a lot and it has made my wit just razor sharp and I'm very quick because there's a lot of good old billy buddy drinking beer dudes that think that they can get away with it because it's just two chicks and a guitar up there Mm -hmm. and so they start bantering with me and the most recently there were these two guys and they both had like really long beards and they were that well one of them was a ginger and he was just three sheets to the wind and thought he could get away with anything. And man, I was just like handing him the shovel while he dug his own grave and the entire crowd was cracking up. He was like, Oh, sing it to me again, honey. And I was like, well, I just sang it perfectly once. Why don't you turn up your bell tone? So I don't have to repeat myself. And then something else, what it, he, um, he stood up like the sun was, was literally like setting and it was, baking Katie and I I mean it was an inferno and it was coming right at us and he stood up on his table and tried to pretend like he was blocking the sun even though it was still way over his head I said you know what why don't you point that chin in the air that will cover the sun because your beard is so long it's like a a night scrim and again peals of laughter everybody and he said something else I can't even remember what it was and I was like what's the problem now? He goes, nothing, honey. I just like it when you talk to me. I said, sugar, if you're that, there's apps for that. And I mean, just like people were just dying because he, he kept thinking he was going to get away with something. And I'm like, but could you not like, just shut up, you know? I mean, yeah, I make it funny, but also people are like, actually he's kind of being a jerk I'm like yeah we get it a lot when I was pregnant walked into a bar carrying band stuff and I big old prego belly this dude walks up to me and his face he's looking at me and like holding his heart he's like are you in the band I said yeah I am he goes he like looks side to side looks around him and then he whispered it to me as though it was a secret he's like you're pregnant so me, being I was not aware. I am, Thank I you. Dropped what I'm carrying, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like <laughs> as though I'm just discovering my eight and a half month pregnant belly for the first time. And he was like, "Okay, oh my bad, my bad." So but I have to I mean, say, those two like stories, that. they're good. This one's better. All right, this okay. is by far the funniest 
thing that I think has ever happened to us while on stage while singing. We were in this divey, divey, divey bar in the south end of Columbus, okay? I'm not going to mention the name of it, but it, it's it got to be the seediest place I've ever played in my life, and I loved it, it because nasty. these people were so awesome. They always had a, a great time, but it was nasty. You wouldn't want to, like, sit on the toilet seat. It was so nasty. Ooh. But anyway, we're in the middle of singing this song, and this dude... With an OSU jersey that is cut off. So it was like a crop top showing his big old bigger belly. And he had a straw cowboy hat with a Bud Light bandana attached to it. And he just walks right on up to Leslie, saunters his little butt right up there. And he goes, sing it to me, baby. (laughs) And he was missing teeth. Okay, he was missing teeth. All right, so we nicknamed this guy Toothless. Toothless. Oh, God. Yeah. And so then he got Leslie, I mean, but actually, technically, he didn't get her. She just, she looked right over his head, just sang her little heart out. I'm over there trying to just strum my guitar and keep in rhythm because I'm about to piss down my leg. I'm laughing <laughs> so hard because all I can do now is look at her and go, sing it to me, baby. <laughs> And then that's funny. (laughs) A couple songs later, he comes up to me and I was actually singing lead and he gets right in my face. And I'm like, and I just stopped. I said, don't do it. Don't say it. I can't handle it. Don't do it. (laughs) And Leslie is like about to hit her knees. She's laughing. Everybody starts laughing. It was hilarious. The whole bar was watching this and they're all dying. Right. That's amazing. Oh, that that to me is that it is the epitome of the bar fly stories that we have. Oh, yeah. I will I will cheers to that because we've all experienced it. Cheers. Oh my lord. Cheers. It mm. is wild to me. I know like guys, like if you're playing in a honky tonk or at a dive bar, you're gonna experience a lot of weird crap. <laughs> but if you're a woman, like that crap just gets elevated by like tenfold. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's nothing that we do. No, it just no. happens that way. Yeah. yeah, we just exist. That's yep. it. That's all we need to do. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. So, what's the worst story that y'all have? Um, Keystone. if you want to share that information, oh, yeah, there was a, Colorado. No, this is a bar. Um, oh. so. We were we were playing this the show at a place called Keystone, and I love this place. It was wonderful, but we had this guy come in one night, and here's the crazy thing. He he had the audacity to look Leslie in the face in front of his wife, who was sitting at the table. Had the audis- the audacity to look at my sister and go, you know, I really just want to grab your ass. Ugh. Yep. And then, Leslie, what did you say? Just tell her what you said to him, and then I'll tell you what I said, because I had to come around and actually spoke to him as well, so. I, was, I just looked at him, and I was like, that is not a good idea. Not recommended. You will lose something important to you. And then I turned around and walked away. I was so, 
like when I when I am ready for somebody to speak to me in that manner, I can come off with something super quick. But when I like have because this guy had he and his wife had been putting money in the tip jar and like enjoying the music and clapping loud and requesting great songs and every song that they had requested, we were just able to like spit it right out, you know. And so the reason that I had gone to his table in the first place was really like you have great taste in music. Thank you so much for the request. What can we play for you next set? Because that's typically our thing. We take a break. We meet a few people. We say thank you so much for coming. You know, it makes us very personable. And I mean, that's how you get people to really like care about you and come out and see you again and again and again. So I, we had had, you know, I mean, during the set, I had the greatest time with he and his wife and they're singing along and they're clapping. So I'm like, I want to go say hey to these people. And he was like, you know, it started off fine. And they're like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. We're from around here and we've never seen you play here before. We love it. And then he was just like, you are so effing hot. I really just want to grab your ass. And I felt like I had been punched in the stomach. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm not a shrinking violet. I'm not, that it doesn't upset me so much, but like when I'm, when I'm ready for it and I was not expecting that. And I'm like, not a good idea. You will lose something that is important to you. Bad move. Yeah. And then I just walked away. I walked away and I left. And the thing is, our cousins, um, Krista and her husband, James, were sitting at the table adjacent and they heard him. And I just turned around and I was like, oh my God. And she goes, we were watching. Are you okay? I was like, I'm fine. It's fine. I was like, he didn't do anything. He's just a pig, obviously. But yeah. then Katie was on the other side of the bar had no idea that this had transpired and she made her way around so let take katie tell you what he said to her as a, you know we're making our way around the you know all the tables just to get new requests and things and so i stop at their table because like leslie said they were shouting out great requests we were having a good time i thought everything was cool and so as i'm standing there talking to the two of them he goes hey you know i i just told your sister that i'd really like to grab her ass and i just looked at the guy and then I looked at his wife and it blessed this woman's heart. My heart just breaks for her. She was sitting there with her hands folded, looking down at her beer. And she couldn't even look me in the face because this pig of a husband of hers was hitting on my sister and then had yet again the audacity to even tell me about it. And so I looked him square in the face and I said, I don't recommend that because you'll draw back a bloody nub. And he just looked at me and I'm like, that's fucking gross. And I just walked away. It is gross. That's, it's not okay. No, no. And it happens. It's, it unfortunately, and I'm not justifying it, obviously. It unfortunately happens more times than not. Yeah. And it's just like, that's not an appropriate thing to say to someone ever. Right. Like there's not an appropriate time to tell somebody like, I really want to grab your ass. It's like, no, the answer is yeah. always going to be no. Yeah. I don't and know you. You don't know me. No. I'm sorry <laughs> for you to do that kind of thing in front of your spouse. Yeah. That is disgusting. It's awful. Don't ever and, and don't ever come to one of my shows again. I don't know who that I don't know what your name is. Don't ever come to one of my shows again. Ever. God I can bless. I still know exactly what he looked like. Like I, I know, I, I know exactly. Cause you remember what those still. things. Yeah. And the thing is that night, of course, I was so pissed after it was all over, after the show was over. And I was like, so upset. And I thought of like 50 incredible cuts 
that I could have come off with, you of know, course. in the moment. And then I thought of like 30 things I wish I would have said to his wife, like, honey, you can do better. Oh yeah. Go yeah. do better. You deserve oh better. Go do better. I, I should have been like, you are way too hot for him. Number one. <laughs> like, I mean, she was a gorgeous lady. Yeah. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But I mean, and the sad thing is like, I now have to be tempered to that thing, especially because I'm a voluptuous woman. I, you know, have a larger chest. That is one of the reasons. And people like that, that is one of the reasons I will never sing the song pontoon because <laughs> I'm not going to stand on the stage with assholes like that in the crowd and sing a song about motor voting because literally I will go to jail. Yeah, I will go to jail because yeah. they're stupid. There are idiots out there that think that they can get away with it. And that, that behavior, unfortunately, it's a part of that bar culture. And it's like, oh, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm like, so is my fist. I don't know how it got lodged in your mouth. I'm so sorry. You know? I was just trying to see your teeth better. I think they're so pretty. I just wanted to touch them with my fist. Yeah. My knuckles wanted to say hello. Oh, my Lord. Well, on a happier note, because <laughs> listen, we could swap stories all day all about day. those oh, yeah. kinds of situations. And it's awful. And it's unfortunate. Be better world. But <laughs> um, I want to ask you guys, like, what's coming up next for Lucky Penny Sisters? Katie, I've taken over this podcast now. I'm interviewing you. So <laughs> quite all right, darling. Quite all right. So what's next for you guys? Go ahead, Les. Um, Katie and I are going to be working really hard on writing um, a lot of new material. We plan to be recording and releasing singles. And these things are a little bit like darker and grittier than um, our usual, like kind of like Americana, folky, pop, um, whiskey rock that we've written previously. Um, We're digging a little deeper, kind of, you know, scratching at some some old wounds and um, sharing them. And we've come up with a sound and an idea and a format that we really, really like. And it's different than anything that we have done previously. And, um, but we're both very like, I mean, we're very in tune with it. And um, it it just feels like the right step and it feels like the right time. Um, We now, luckily we have hooked up with some great gentlemen and we have a full band. So we're we're hopefully in 2022 gonna be playing out um, some bigger venues and bigger stuff with our full band. and we just love those guys so, so much. When we got together with them, it was a throw together show for a grad party, sight unseen, didn't have time to rehearse and everything like was just magic. And they are some of the most humble and gentle and like kindest like humans and just masters of their craft and do wonderfully well. And we all feel each other really well. We follow each other and it's just, it's like a family. We finally found that band family component um so with writing and recording and then doing shows with full band we'll definitely still be doing some lucky penny duo shows and stuff but um that's uh that's what what is on the cusp and upcoming for us yay i love y'all's music it's so fun and i love that you labeled it whiskey rock that's so like (laughs) that that is exactly what it is (laughs) especially that that one song uh bourbon and wine yeah yes I love that song. song. It's so much fun. I just got to tell the story real quick. Um, When y'all were here for music on the move rehearsal, um, y'all had the last rehearsal, I think of the day. And so the Hellcats had been here for like five hours at that point. (laughs) 
and y'all were singing bourbon and wine. And I was like downstairs clapping, clapping along, going like, this is awesome. And then one of you, I don't remember what you said, but, um, somebody goes shots. And so y'all can't see me when I'm downstairs and y'all are up here in the loft. And so I put five shots of tequila on a plate and I just bring it up. And I'm like, I was, I was told to bring this. Yes. I that. that was so epic. We it was wonderful. Shot of tequila. Oh, it was really funny. Cause it, I just like out of nowhere, someone demanded shots and I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I okay, know Lauren was appreciating transcend it from the rehearsal loft to the waiting Aaron with tequila. <laughs> you, I mean, rest, like just rest because rest. <laughs> My life is complete. complete. I am able to garner shots with only music now. Done. Achievement unlocked. Yes. Yes. That was, that was awesome. But that was such a great moment. I'm really excited to hear y'all's new music. Well, thank you. We're, we're very excited about it. And like Leslie said, it's, it's some, it's some stuff that's really scratching. It's some deep seated wounds, but it's powerful. And I really hope that it moves people. And when we, we actually debuted one of them, we debuted unchanged at the music on the move show back in May. And the response, the crowd response was everything we hoped it was going to be. So we were very blessed to get to do that with music on the move. Well, thank you. That's such a great song. And y'all are such great performers. I know it's going to be awesome. Thank you. All right, friends. Well, again, I cannot thank you both enough for being here and doing this cute little Zoom room with me. I really (laughs) appreciate it. So for everybody that's listening, please make sure that you go to LuckyPennySisters.com to learn more about our music. And then, as always, check us out at MusicOnTheMoveStudios.com. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. What's it gonna take to erase infinity? I can pay with money, I made a few more quarters, another shot of whiskey. I'll pay the black viper and some just to erase your man. What's it gonna 
you so much, Leslie and Aaron. That was such a great time. I had a blast. I hope you both had a great time as well. And for everybody that was listening in, I hope you really enjoyed that. We definitely did. We probably had way too much fun, but it's fine. Who cares? We had a good time, and that's all that matters. So make sure that you check us out at musiconthemovestudios.com. You can find Leslie and I at luckypennysisters.com. You can also find me at katiethompsonmusic.com. So be sure to reach out to me at C-A-I-T-I-E at Music on the Move Studios. If you have anybody that you think would be super cool to come on the podcast or if you just want to ask some questions, that'd be fun too. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time. Da, da.